Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible every year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Monday the 13th of March or the 20th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. This week we have two different parashas that we'll be reading. The first one is called Vayachel, and that means he assembled. And the second, Pekadei, which means countings. And the portion of scripture from the Torah is Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 35, verse 30, through chapter 37 and verse 16. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then Moshe said to the sons of Israel, Behold, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Yehuda, And he has filled him with the Ruach Elohim, in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all kinds of workmanship, and to make skillful works, to work in gold and in silver and in bronze, and in cutting of stones for setting, and in carving of wood, to work in all kinds of skillful workmanship. And he has put in his heart that he may teach both he and Oholiab, the son of Ahishamach, of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with wisdom of heart to do all kinds of workmanship, of the engraver, of the skillful workman, and of a weaver, in blue, in purple, in scarlet, and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of those who do any workmanship, and of those who make skillful works. Bezalel and Oholiab shall work with every craftsman in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all the work for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that the Lord has commanded. Moshe called Bezalel and Oholiab, and every craftsman in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even everyone whose heart stirred him up to come to the work to do it. And they received from Moshe all the offering which the sons of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary, with which to make it. They kept bringing freewill offerings to him every morning, all the wise men who performed all the work of the sanctuary, each came from his work which he did. And they spoke to Moshe, saying, The people have brought much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded to make. So Moshe gave command, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman make anything else for the offering for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing. For the material they had was sufficient to do all the work and too much. 
Then all the wise-hearted men among those who did the work made the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen, blue, purple, and scarlet. They made them with krovim, the work of a skillful workman. The length of each curtain was twenty-eight cubits, and the width of each curtain four cubits. All the curtains had one measure. He coupled five curtains to one another, and the other five curtains he coupled to one another. He made loops of blue on the edge of the one curtain from the edge in the coupling. Likewise, he made in the edge of the curtain that was outermost in the second coupling. He made fifty loops in the one curtain, and he made fifty loops in the edge of the curtain that was in the second coupling. The loops were opposite to one another. And he made fifty clasps of gold and coupled the curtains to one another with the clasps, so their tabernacle was a unit. He made curtains of goat's hair for a covering over the tabernacle. He made eleven curtains. The length of each curtain was thirty cubits, and four cubits with width of each curtain. The eleven curtains had one measure. He coupled five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves. He made fifty loops on the edge of the curtain that was outermost in the coupling, and he made fifty loops on the edge of the curtain which was outermost in the second coupling. He made fifty clasps of bronze to couple the tent together, that it might be a unit. He made a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red, and a covering of sea cow hides above. He made the boards for the tabernacle of acacia wood standing up. Ten cubits was the length of a board, and a cubit and a half the width of each board. Each board had two tenons joined to one another. He made all the boards of the tabernacle this way. He made the boards for the tabernacle, twenty boards for the south side southward. He made forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards, two sockets under one board for its two tenons, and two sockets under another board for its two tenons. For the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, he made twenty boards, and there forty sockets of silver, two sockets under one board, and two sockets under another board. For the far part of the tabernacle westward, he made six boards. He made two boards for the corners of the tabernacle in the far part. They were double beneath, and in the same way they were all the way to its top to one ring. He did this to both of them in the two corners. There were eight boards and their sockets of silver, sixteen sockets, under every board two sockets. He made bars of acacia wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the tabernacle for the hinder part westward. He made a middle bar to pass through in the middle of the boards, from the one end to the other. He overlaid the boards with gold, and made their rings of gold as places for the bars, and overlaid the bars with gold. 
He made the parroquet of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen with Krovim. He made the work of a skillful workman. He made four pillars of acacia for it and overlaid them with gold. Their hooks were of gold. He cast four sockets of silver for them. He made a screen for the door of the tent of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen, the work of a weaver, and the five pillars of it with their hooks. He overlaid their capitals and their fillers with gold, and their five sockets were of bronze. Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood. Its length was two and a half cubits, and its width a cubit and a half, and a cubit a half its height. And he overlaid it with pure gold inside and outside, and made a gold molding around it. And he cast four rings of gold for it in its four feet, two rings on its one side and two rings on its other side. And he made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. And he put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry the ark. And he made a mercy seat of pure gold. Its length was two and a half cubits and a cubit and a half its width. And he made two krovim of gold. He made them of beaten work at the two ends of the mercy seat, one krov at the one end and one krov at the other end. He made a krovim of one piece with the mercy seat at its two ends. The krovim spread out their wings above, covering the mercy seat with their wings, with their faces toward one another. The faces of the krovim were toward the mercy seat. He made the table of acacia wood. Its length was two cubits and its width was a cubit, and its height was a cubit and a half. And he overlaid it with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. And he made a border of a hand's width around it and made a golden molding on its border around it. And he cast four rings of gold for it and put the rings in the four corners that were on its four feet. The rings were close by the border, the places for the poles to carry the table. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold to carry the table. And he made the vessels which were on the table, its dishes, its spoons, its bowls, and its pitchers, with which to pour out a pure gold. That was Exodus 35, 30 through 37, 16. Our portion from the prophets will today be Isaiah or Yeshayahu chapters 11 and 12. A shoot will grow from the stump of Jesse, or Ishai, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The Ruach of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight will be in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by the sight of his eyes, neither decide by the hearing of his ears. 
but he will judge the poor with righteousness and decide with equity for the humble of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he will kill the wicked. Righteousness will be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the young goat, the calf, the young lion, and a fattened calf together, and a little child will lead them. The cow and the bear will graze, their young ones will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The nursing child will play near a cobra's hole, and the weaned child will put his hand on the viper's den. They will not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. It will happen in that day that the nations will seek the root of Eshai, who stands as a banner of the peoples, and his resting place will be glorious. It will happen in that day that the Lord will set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria and Mitzrayim, from Pathros and from Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamat and from the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Yehuda from the four corners of the earth. The envy also of Ephraim will depart and those who persecute Yehuda will be cut off. Ephraim will not envy Yehuda and Yehuda will not persecute Ephraim. They will fly down on the shoulders of the Philistines on the west. Together they will plunder the children of the east. They will extend their power over Edom and Moab, and the children of Ammon will obey them. And the Lord will utterly destroy the tongue of the Mitzrayim sea, and with his scorching wind he will wave his hand over the river and will split it into seven streams, and cause men to march over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria, like there was for Israel in the day that he came up out of the land of Mitzrayim. In that day you will say, I will give thanks to you, Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song, and He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water out of the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on His name, Declare his doings among the peoples. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. Let his, this be known in all the earth. Cry aloud and shout, you inhabitant of Zion, for the Holy One of Israel is great among you. That was Isaiah chapters 11 and 12. Now for our portion from the writings. 
We will read chapter 9 from Proverbs or Mishlei. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved out her seven pillars. She has prepared her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who is void of understanding, she says, Come, eat some of my bread, drink some of the wine which I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live, walk in the way of understanding. One who corrects a mocker brings shame on himself. One who rebukes a wicked man brings on himself his blemish. Do not reprove a scoffer, lest he hate you. Reprove a wise person, and he will love you. Instruct a wise person, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous person, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and the years of your life will be increased. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you mock, you alone will bear it. The foolish woman is loud, undisciplined, and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house, on a seat in the high places of the city, to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their ways. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who is void of understanding, she says, Stolen water is sweet, and food eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the departed spirits are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. That was Proverbs chapter 9. And now our final portion of scripture from the Apostles. And we are reading from Acts today chapter 8. And Shaul was consenting to his death. And a great persecution arose against the assembly, which was in Jerusalem in that day. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the region of Yehuda and Shomron, except for the emissaries. And devout men buried Stephen and lamented greatly over him. But Shaul ravaged the assembly, entering into every house, and dragged both men and women off to prison. Therefore those who were scattered abroad went around proclaiming the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Shomron and proclaimed to them the Mashiach. And the multitudes listened with one accord to the things that were spoken by Philip when they heard and saw the signs which he did. For unclean spirits came out of many of those who had them. They came out crying with a loud voice, and many who had been paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Now there was a certain man, Shimon by name, who used to practice sorcery in the city and amazed the people of Shimon, making himself out to be some great one, to whom they all listened, from the least to the greatest, saying, 
This man is that great power of God. And they listened to him, because for a long time he had amazed them with his sorceries. But when they believed Philip, proclaiming good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Yeshua the Mashiach, they were immersed, both men and women. Then Shimon himself also believed, and being immersed, he continued with Philip, and seeing signs and great miracles occurring, he was amazed. Now when the emissaries who were at Jerusalem heard that Shomron had received the word of God, they sent Kepha and Yohanan to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Ruach HaKodesh. For as yet he had fallen on none of them, but they had only been immersed in the name of Mashiach Yeshua. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Ruach HaKodesh. Now, when Shimon saw that the Ruach HaKodesh was given through the laying on of the emissary's hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me also this power, that whomever I lay my hands on may receive the Ruach HaKodesh. But Kepha said to him, May your silver perish with you, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is not right before God. Repent therefore of this, your wickedness, and ask God if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the poison of bitterness and in the bondage of iniquity. Then Shimon answered, Pray for me to the Lord that none of the things which you have spoken happen to me. They therefore, when they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord, returned to Jerusalem and preached the good news to many villages of the Samaritans. Now the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, to the way that goes down from Jerusalem to Azah. This is a desert. So he arose and went, and behold, there was a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, under Kandachi, queen of the Ethiopians, who was over all her treasure, who had come to Jerusalem to worship. He was returning and sitting in his chariot, and was reading the prophet Yeshayahu. Then the Ruach said to Philip, Go near and join yourself to this chariot. And Philip ran to him and heard him reading Yeshayahu the prophet, and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I? unless someone explains it to me. And he urged Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of the scripture which he was reading was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before his shearer is silent, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation his judgment was taken away, and who will declare his generation? for his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip, Who is the prophet talking about? About himself or about someone else? And Philip opened his mouth and beginning from this scripture, preached to him about Yeshua. Now as they went on the way, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Behold, here is water. What is keeping me from being immersed? And Philip said, 
If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Yeshua the Mashiach is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they both went down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he immersed him. Now when they came up out of the water, the Ruach Adonai, the Ruach of the Lord, caught Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him any longer, for he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached the good news to all the cities until he came to Caesarea. That was Acts chapter 8. And if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, or this cycle, you will also read Revelations chapter 2 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I am privileged and I love to read the scriptures for all you busy moms or whoever might be listening. And I pray that the word of God will enter deep into your heart so that the Holy Spirit can bring it up at the time when you need it. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.